I'd like to call the uh, regular board meeting for December the 21st to order. Mrs. Troublefield, could you please take the roll? Mr. Cannon? Here. Mr. Caffel? Here. Mr. Collins? Here. Dr. Darmstadter? Here. Dr. Hattier? Here. Mr. Layfield? Here. Mr. Peden? Here. Mrs. Pryor? Here. Dr. Statler? Here. Mrs. Wright? Here. We have a quorum. Is there a motion to move to executive session? So moved. So moved. Motion made and seconded. All those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? How are we going to move into executive session? Directly? Okay, it's 7 p.m. We're going to reconvene the regular session and we'll start off with uh, 3.03, 3.04, 3.05, and 3.06. To have a motion to approve the agendas of the December 21st meeting, the regular meeting minutes from November the 23rd, approval of the executive session minutes from November the 23rd, and approval of the special meeting minutes from December the 4th. Do we have a motion? So moved. Made and seconded. All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Uh, Ms. Trollfield, can you take a poll? I, I thought I heard somebody come in late on that. Okay. Mr. Cannon? Yes. Mr. Cathal? Yes. Mr. Collins? Yes. Dr. Darmstadter? Yes. yes. Dr. Hattier? Dr. Hattier? Unmute, sorry, yes. Mr. Layfield? Yes. Mr. Peden? Yes. Mrs. Pryor? Yes. Dr. Statler? Yes. Mrs. Wright? Yes. They were all approved by unanimous vote. Thank you, Ms. Troublefield. Uh, now we come to the time of the meeting for public comments. Are we allowing any comments this evening, Dr. Owens? Yes, we are. We will, uh, like we did at the last meeting, we'll open it up for a couple minutes. Um, and if anyone would like to um, provide a public comment, please uh, put your name in the chat and then we will open up your microphone uh, for that public comment. So we'll take a couple minutes. Uh, Mr. Wheatley, if you could allow folks to put their name in the chat if they would like to um, participate in public comment. And again, as a reminder, we allow 15 minutes at the beginning and at the end, and each participant will have a no more than three minutes to provide that public comment. That is open, everyone. Once again, if you'd like to make a public comment, you can just go ahead and put your name right in the chat. Um, otherwise, I think another 30 seconds or so, and then we can probably move forward. Okay, I do not see anyone that is put in for the chat. If you could go ahead and disable the chat, Mr. Wheatley, and we'll again uh, open that up at the end of our um, meeting here this evening. Mr. Layfield, I'll turn it back over to you for 5.01. <clears throat> New business, 5.01, school choice applications for the 20 and 21 school year, December. Good evening, everyone. Uh, tonight on board docs, you will see a total of 11 school choice applications. As you can see, they are all priority number one. And we certainly do need a board vote to have these approved. Motion to approve as presented. Second. Motion made. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? 
All those in favor, say aye. 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 Those opposed? Hearing none, motion passes by. 5.02 is 2020-2021 uh, uh, IRSD organizational chart. Yes, per uh, board policy, this is to be shared each year. Um, so this is our organizational chart that we um, reviewed and developed at the beginning of the school year, as you can see. Um, it kind of flows through each of our uh, operating entities and, and school staff. So um, I do not, I'm sorry, this does require action, Mr. Layfield, on the policy that says the board will approve. So I would ask uh, for consideration for approval of this organizational chart. Motion to accept. So moved. Motion made. Is there a second? Second. All those in favor of the organizational chart, say aye. 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 Those opposed? Hearing none, passes by unanimous vote. Thank you, sir. 5.03, Indian River High School basketball uniforms. Thank you. And I do believe um, Mr. Williams has joined us here to uh, discuss. I, I will say we uh, had a good discussion at the finance committee meeting uh, regarding these uniforms. And there's uh, at least three, maybe four options here that the board can review. Uh, we did at the committee discuss um, policy IGDJ, which discusses the colors of our uniforms, uh, specifically with Indian River, it's green and gold, white and gray may be used as accent colors. The, the policy does indicate that any deviation from the adopted colors must be approved by the Board of Education prior to purchase. So this would be a deviation. So we would need the board to, um, to make a determination of whether they wanted to move forward with these options. And uh, Mr. Williams, if you do not mind, can you kind of share with us why you're uh, asking for approval for these this evening? Sure. Uh, we had gone to the finance committee earlier this month uh, requesting to purchase an alternate uniform to be used uh, a few times a year for special occasions. I know some of the other athletic programs in our district have done alternate uniforms. Uh, we did take the advice of some of the members that were at finance and we added a little more green and gold to the uniform. This would be paid 100% out of our boosters program and it would be an alternate uniform used only a few times a year. It would not be on a regular schedule to be used at either home or away games. It would only be used for certain events. If we were to be in the tournament uh, or any type of playoff, obviously we would not use this alternate uniform, we would use the traditional green and gold or the white and gold for away uniform. So um, it's something that the players and the coaches um, have had came to me to ask if this was a possibility. And we, like I said, we, we know that alternate uniforms are becoming popular. It does also prolong the life of our, our regular uniforms that are typically on a five-year cycle. If we get an alternate uniform that we use two to three games a year, we know that we could probably get another year or two out of our regular uniforms. Um, I'd be happy to take any questions that anybody had on this particular uniform. I know black um, typically is a color that's not been approved or it's not in our policy. However, uh, we did do a, a mock-up of a gray uniform. Um, according to the finance committee, uh, they weren't real uh, particular about the gray uniform. They, the, you know, the one request made was maybe add some more green and gold to the black. So option one, we did add the green and gold down the side of the jersey. And we also changed the shorts up to put a lot more green and gold in the shorts, which I, which I think are at the bottom uh, of that option one. Um, there the, the shorts are. So again, uh, any questions, it would be used a few times a year for special occasions. We do a we call it a river madness. Obviously we won't be doing it this year, but it's sort of like a March madness where we invite the student athletes and our students and their families to come out and we do an exhibition game to start the year off. And, and um, it's been successful the last two years. That would be an example when this uniform would be used. But up to now you have not used a uniform like this. You've used your regular one, correct? 
Yes, we do not. Okay. Our, right now we have the traditional green and gold and the, uh, the white uh, for the away games. Okay, my concern on this is that I believe the policy is that it's an accent color and you've got enough black in there that's, that's now a major color, not an accent. And that right. is something we have tried to avoid, certainly since I've been on the board, um, to get that kind of a major color deviation. And this is a major color deviation, especially if you're planning on using it several times per year. Right. And we do, we do understand that. That's why we're bringing it to the board. We're not trying to, uh, the black is not an accent color. Obviously, the majority of the uniform is black with the green and gold. I can, you know, I can share with you that um, a lot of high schools across the state have done alternate uniforms in black um, through, through high schools. Obviously, in college, um, they have several variations of uniforms, but uh, this is being done. So I do understand that it is black, and that's, that's why we're to the board because uh, I know the policy, any deviation has to be approved by the board. So we have not purchased this. We have just have a mock-up of it. And um, that's why we're here tonight. Okay. I mean, I, I know I'm certainly a more of a traditionalist when it comes to the Indian River green and gold. And, and for me, a, a special occasion or a special event uniform would be a uh, autism awareness or a breast cancer awareness or something like that. Um, I, I just, the, the amount of black on the uniform with green and gold just being accent colors, I, I certainly don't like. Chief Collins, if my memory serves me correct, I think we had an alternate uniform that had a camouflage pattern for wrestling, and I think it was for a military appreciation night. So I know we, we have deviated and approved in the past I just kind of want it cleared. To my recollection, it was a kind of a one-time event for a military uh, appreciation night. And I believe, uh, Mr. Layfield, that that is what it was, was a one-off um, as opposed to something to be used on special occasions regularly. So I, I'm somewhat of a traditionalist myself, and I don't get the black. I just don't. Any further discussion on the Indian River basketball uniforms? Yes. I'm just going to echo off Mr. Um, Mr. Williams said, um, I watch a lot of college sports. That seems to be a popular fad right now with the um, – there's a lot of schools that are, like, wearing completely different colors. That's not always the case, but that seems to be kind of a popular fad that's going on in the sports world right now. The, the other thing I'd like to mention, if, if – if it were to be approved and, you know, that we only wanted to stipulate how many games or what type of games, that would not be an issue as either. I mean, if the board, um, you know, felt that it should be limited to one or two games, um, you know, that would be an option as well. I have something to add. As uh, somebody who has coached in the district, as well as I was a player in high school and college, I played basketball. Um, these black uniforms to me, they look really sharp. And I know it's a deviation from the policy, but if I'm, stu if I'm speaking for the students, for the district, for IR students, I mean, they look really sharp to me. And I know it's a deviation. And one thing I do know, having coached in the district, our home white uniforms would last about two seasons before the stains on them, we couldn't use them. We had to play with our away uniforms for a whole season coaching middle school basketball. And I know that black holds up better, darker colors hold up better as far as stains go and as far as wear goes. So I just wanted to interject that. There's more discussion. I guess there's two options that are there. Could we see both options again? Because if <clears throat> there may be there may be a motion of one of if there's two options, am I correct? Option one and option two. Option two has a lot more gray in it. Yeah, option two, we I know black has been uh, an issue before. So, um, you know, we went to a gray alternate as well. I, I can tell you that the, the board members and people that were at finance weren't as, um, they did not care for the gray one. So we went back to the black one and added uh, more green and gold to that. I will tell you that these uh, uniforms uh, had input from our coach who's taken over the program uh, two years ago. 
and also from our players, our student athletes, um, you know, surveying them on, on things that they would like for the special event. But yes, it's two options. There's the, the option one and option two with the more gray look. Any further discussion about the uniforms? Is there a motion to take before the board this evening? I make a motion to approve option one as a third uniform, not to be worn more than three times during the season. I'll second that motion. Okay. There's a motion for option one with a stipulation of the amount of times it's to be worn during the season and a second to that motion. Any further discussion? All those in favor of that option, say aye. 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 Those opposed? Nay. Ms. Troublefield, will you please poll the board? Mr. Cannon? Yes. Mr. Cathel? Yes. Mr. Collins? No. Dr. Darmstadter? Yes. Dr. Hattier? No. Mr. Layfield? Yes. Mr. Peden? No. Mrs. Pryor? Yes. Dr. Statler? Yes. Mrs. Wright? Yes. Seven yes, three no, zero abstention. Vote passes by majority vote. Appreciate everyone's input. Now 5.04. Sussex Central High School baseball uniforms. So we did discuss this Thursday. This is in compliance with the policy that we discussed. Blue and gold, white shirts. I do not see any issues with this jersey. No, we did not. All right, I'll make a motion then that we accept. I'll second. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion on the baseball uniform for Central? Hearing none, all in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Vote passes by majority vote. 5.05, .05, new Howard Cannon School Geotechnical Services quote. Okay, this is uh, Fishers. What we're looking for is a quote tally form, whoever's operating it. And let me just say, Edward, on December 14th, uh, Buildings and Grounds uh, Committee meeting, uh, it was discussed uh, that we need a geotechnology um, or geotech services for Howard Tienis School. We had uh, three quotes, one by John D. Hines and Associates, um, one by GTA Incorporated and Duffield Associates did not bid. And the recommendation tonight for the committee is Geotechnology Associates Incorporated. Uh, the district has worked with them before and not had an issue. And uh, that's my recommendation. I'll make a motion that we accept that recommendation. Motion second. made, is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Hearing none, passes by unanimous vote. 5.06, Army Road property asbestos removal quote. Thank you. I should have pointed out that the geotechnical uh, services will be paid for out of construction dollars. Uh, the Armory Road uh, property asbestos removal. Um, at our last board meeting, we had hired a demolition uh, company to uh, take down the property at uh, Army Road. Um, it was um, asked at the time to take a look or suggested we should take a look about asbestos. The property did contain asbestos. I had two quotes. Uh, tonight, I'm recommending a Fisher's Environmental 
uh, to do the work of removing the asbestos so we can do the demolition of the property. The contract price is $6,832, and it will be paid for out of minor cap funds. I'd like to make a move that we accept that. Motion made to accept. Is there a second? Second. Before we vote on this for further discussion, Mr. Booth, why are we taking this before the board? I thought if minor cap below a certain amount, we could just move forward with that. Are you just looking at seeking board approval? At the board's discussion, it was asked that this would come back up in front of the board. Okay. It was over $5,000, and I thought for informational purposes, mm -hmm. it should come back in front of the board. I'm fine with it. I appreciate you clearing that up. So there's a motion made and seconded. Any further discussion on this? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. 5.07, John M. Clayton Playground sign, sir. Thank you. I think uh, the, the board uh, is aware that uh, there was a project done by many community volunteers uh, in order to thank them like we have at other uh, playgrounds throughout the district. Uh, they, John M. Clayton wishes to put up a sign uh, thanking the volunteers and the contributors to that to the playground equipment and that project that they did about two weeks ago. Uh, the sign uh, will be paid for out of PTO funds, I believe. Paid for by PTO, and we're just approving the sign itself as a board, right? There should be a copy on your board docs. I know the Buildings and Grounds Committee looked at it and had no objections. It actually looks very nice. It's nicely laid out. It has all the proper colors on it. Okay. Recommend approval. Is there a recommendation to approve? Yes. So moved. Is there a second? There it is. Second. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Motion passes by unanimous vote. Thank you. Thank you. 5.08, tax relief requests. We have uh, discussed further. We have a tax relief request uh, number one. Is there a motion to accept number one? So moved. Motion made. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion on tax relief item number one? Hearing none. All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Aye. Ms. Troublefield, will you please pull the board? Mr. Cannon? Yes. Mr. Cathel? Yes. Mr. Collins? Yes. Dr. Darmstadter? Yes. Dr. Hattier? Yes. Mr. Layfield? Yes. Mr. Peden? Yes. Mrs. Pryor? No. Dr. Statler? Yes. Mrs. Wright? Yes. Nine yes, one no, zero abstentions. Did we, I apologize, Ms. Troublefield. I have a count of eight to two. Oh, I did one, maybe it, was it Mr. Peden? Did he say yes or no? Yes, yes. You, you said yes, okay. Yes. So I have. That was my miscount, ma'am. I okay. apologize, I misheard sure. Mr. Peden. So we, nine to one, passes yes. by majority vote. Uh, tax relief item number two. Do we have a motion to accept? Yes. I make a motion to accept item number two. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion on tax relief item number two? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Aye. No. Ms. Troublefield, please poll the board. Mr. Cannon? Yes. Mr. Cathel? Yes. Mr. Collins? Yes. Dr. Darmstadter? No. 
Dr. Hattier? Yes. Mr. Layfield? No. Mr. Peden? Yes. Mrs. Pryor? No. Dr. Statler? Yes. Mrs. Wright? Yes. Seven yes, three no, and zero abstentions. Passes by majority vote. Old business, 6.01, major capital planning. Uh, thank you, Mr. Layfield. We have uh, started our programming meetings. I do want to take a minute to acknowledge the staff at Sussex Central who has been uh, very active in our planning sessions with our architects. They've been very well prepared and um, very helpful in uh, the beginning, the very beginning phases of uh, our design. So I do want to thank them and uh, the Dr. Layfield and his admin team, which um, most of them are, if not all of them are on for each one of those planning sessions. And it's been, um, been really nice to see that. Uh, we are planning to take some school visits uh, on January 7th. Uh, we'll tour Dover High School and Odessa High School, which were recently built. And there's some, um, some architectural designs and um, space in those buildings that we really wanna take a look at. So we'll take a team to, to, to visit those, uh, those two schools on the 7th. Looking forward to that. Um, requests for proposals are expected to be submitted to the state's My Marketplace in January for advertisement on the 22nd. And proposals will be due February 16th at 2 p.m. and expected to have a recommendation uh, to the board's consideration by February 22nd. Um, I don't know, Mr. Booth, if you're still on, if there's anything you want to add to um, that process. Uh, yes, I'll just add that this, that's for the construction management. Um, uh, and it's a real tight schedule. Um, we're hoping for some board uh, participation. We'll get the, uh, the bids will be due on Tuesday and your monthly meeting is the following Monday. So it's a, a tight window. It's not unusual, um, but it will be a tight window, but we think we'll be able to make a recommendation to the board at the February 22nd meeting. And that'll be just in time for the, for the architects uh, doing the design of the uh, Sussex Central School. And if I may, Mr. Layfield, I can move into 6.02, Howard Tienis. Any further discussion on the capital planning that Mr. Booth was discussing? Move right along, Dr. Owens. Okay, Howard Tienis, um, if you've been by, construction has started. Um, the fencing is, is up and you'll see um, several pieces of equipment out there on site. We have slowed somewhat due to the weather. As you know, it's been uh, quite wet out there. And uh, also we've uh, had to deal with some permitting. However, um, in consult with Mr. Booth, we don't feel that that will be um, impacting our completion date, which is still um, May, 2022. So we're hoping to, to stay on pace with that. Uh, no problems with construction materials, such as the steel and R.Y. Johnson says items are being stored and documented. And the next construction progress meeting will be January 7th. Any questions with Howard Tiannis? Hearing none, 6.03, GW Carver consent update, Dr. Owens. Thank you. I'd ask uh, Dr. Brittingham to um, provide us with an update in her presentation. Good evening, everyone. Thank you. We've been working hard to implement the GW Carver consent order. Um, all, everybody in the district really has. We had our um, Indian River School District Internal Equity Steering Committee. We held our second meeting on December 15th. Um, we're going to continue to meet the third Tuesday of every month for the duration of the school year. And we hope to have a summer workshop as well. We're working on sharing out our vision and mission statements as we finalize them now. Um, recovery service meetings for all of the former Carver Academy students have been completed with the exception of one who's in an out of state residential program. Um, this is a huge lift for the special education department. Couldn't be done without our teachers our speech paths, our occupational therapists, our physical therapists, our counselors, um, our admin. I mean, really the whole team um, jumped in to ensure that this was completed on our timeline. 
And for the most part, we're having really good success, even in these strange times the students are maintaining. We have two that we're really watching attendance on because it, it's impacting their grades. But other than that, um, everyone's doing really, really well. Um, starting at the end of February 2021, as the second marking period ends, we're going to start another round of progress update meetings for those students with their IEP teams, just to make sure that the students are staying on track and they have the supports that they need in place to be successful as we continue in this strange situation for the school year. Um, and then our final update is that our next community advisory board meeting for the Carver consent order is on March 18th from seven to nine, it's still not been determined whether that will be in person or via Zoom, but we will keep everyone updated. Any questions? Thank you very much. Thank you, Dr. Brigham. And no questions moving on from GW Carver. Committee reports, 7.01, building and grounds. Dr. Hattier. Thank you, sir. Um, we had a, a busy meeting. Some things have already been discussed. Um, the ESCO update, there is some money left over. We're closing out the bond and figuring out what we can do with it. Some of it may end up going to the Indian River High School uh, gas conversion, which was another item we talked about. And we do believe that it will save the district money if we um, do go to natural gas at IR when the opportunity presents itself, okay? Uh, school security report and concept, uh, summer construction, that's gonna be for Selbyville Middle School. We can't do it while the kids are in session. Um, IRHS entrance is still being worked on, but likely going to be in that second window that we've presented before. Again, summertime. The school paving cost report, uh, and Joe, correct me, but we did get a list in, and that list has grown to about $1.6 million, give or take a little bit, which is flatly not possible in one shot. So Joe and I have been talking about dividing that up and creating like a three or a four year plan to get it all done with the highlighted items. Uh, we're gonna do those first, okay? I'm, I'm sorry, the, the ones that have a, a critical importance and that list is still being worked on. We're also hoping to get the legislators to uh, help us out over this year as well as the next few so it doesn't impact our own budgets at all. All righty, um, that is a work in progress but the school paving will be taking place at some point. Okay, um, IR chiller replacement, uh, they're getting some numbers together for us, uh, doing a real nice job. Apparently something's gonna come up in the end of this month for that, but I'd say by January, February, we'll probably be voting on it. Okay, playground survey and property priority report. Um, that's another item that we're all working on um, that did get dropped for a number of reasons back in springtime and earlier. Um, and again, it's probably gonna have to be phased in over a larger time period. Uh, one of the items that was discussed was, uh, you know, like a matching fund situation. If we come up with part of it, maybe the schools can come up with part through their PTOs, because we do know that several schools throughout the years have actually, uh, through their PTOs or public members have actually donated um, towards a, a playground and perhaps we can match it. It's, it's being explored right now, okay? Uh, the GM grandstand press box, is that down there? There we go. Okay, um, they wanted like 18 or 19,000 to do the box and it was determined that we do wanna keep the box even though we basically don't use it too much, other groups do. So I actually asked that another quote be obtained before uh, we vote on this. 18 grand sounds like a lot of money. If other groups wanna use it, maybe they could kick in too, at least a couple bucks just to, you know, help us out there. Okay, um, the NS condition summary report. We had a lot of discussion on this one because there are enough changes that need to be made to that building that the numbers being kicked around could be several, you know, like two, three million up to 10 million to make the changes that we need. And there's not enough information currently to decide whether that's a cost-effective maneuver or not, even though I know we would all like to keep the building for whatever reason. So the discussion was um, that Fern Clendaniel had done something way back and we're gonna try to get them to put a dollar amount on that conversion from the 2016 report and just see what that's gonna cost us. I think Joe was working on that, correct? I know you're out there, Joe. Yes, we were we were talking about engaging at the committee. We were talking about engaging Fern Clendaniel uh, yes. to give us a quote. 
uh, on what it would take them to uh, gauge how much the repairs uh, would cost in their 2017 report uh, that they presented to the state uh, to help get the CN for the new school. Okay, I think that's gonna be a long range project. We've got a little bit of time on it, but I do think we need to look at the cost of converting because um, there's gonna be a lot of changes that need to be made for that. And that's about the best we can tell you on that one. Okay, under new business, uh, we've already done the JMC sign, which is great. Um, the long neck drainage report. Um, this one, we did have a speaker, uh, Jessica Watson of the Sussex County Soil Conservation District. And I was reminded later by Mr. Booth that this uh, lady has helped us out quite a bit in the past and had some good suggestions. So Joe, if you wanna wrap that one, please. Uh, yeah, she, what she had suggested was it's such, uh, been such a wet year. Uh, she suggested that we wait until the spring and she will come back out and, and um, take a look at it and see where we go from there. We tried to implement uh, one of the suggestions, which was the French drain idea on the property. And I think her um, field evaluation uh, this spring will be helpful in, um, in moving us forward on, on that project. Uh, she will also take a look at the pond out front, outside the fence. And then I think um, uh, we should probably take a look at inside the fence where we got, got rid of the, uh, uh, the wildlife area, which was a low area where we trucked in dirt. And, um, and she'll, she'll be able to give us a better answer. Uh, she's pretty knowledgeable about the site, citing the soils and whatnot, but um, she thought it was too wet to go out there to make any conclusive uh, decisions at this time. Now, one interesting item that did come up as far as that goes is that apparently the area we are, and Liago, you help me with this, please, because you're very familiar with it, sits lower than a lot of the surrounding developments. And my question had been after the meeting when I talked with Joe, how much of the extra water are we getting from the other developments and not just from our own property? In which case the state may want to play a role in correcting some of this as well, because they allowed the developments to go in. And that's just for discussion purposes right now. I'm not that familiar with the layout of the ground there. Um, certainly willing to take a look at it, but that might save us some money and might be a decent avenue to look at as well. And that would be my report. Any questions for Dr. Hattier? Thanks, Doc. Moving on with 6.02, Comprehensive School Safety. Mr. Cathal? Uh, nothing to report this month. Thanks, sir. Uh, 7.03, finance. Dr. Hattier, back up. Yep, finance. Um, basically, some of this is going to be covered briefly, and that's the financial summary. So I'll let Tammy give that part at the appropriate time. About the only thing that we did talk about was the governor's give back plan. And Tammy, you said that that had to be put in by a certain date, and we were hoping that they were going to change that date. Correct. Um, by the budget bill, it is due December 31st. That's what um, it was. Okay. Yes. It's my understanding that it is going to be delayed. Um, I have not had official word on that or extended. Um, however, the leadership of the business managers group statewide has said that it will be delayed. Okay. All right. And they're still looking for the same amount of money back that they have in the past. Um, I believe it is slightly lower um, than last year, but it's, it's in general the same. Okay, which is interesting because under minor cap money this year, we got 155000 or 200000 less than we did the year before. So they're asking for the same give back while at the same time giving us way less money, um, you know, on the things that we may need in the future. That's not appreciated, at least not by me. Okay. And basically that was with the exception of the discussion of the two uniforms, that was the finance committee. Thank you, Dr. Adier. Any questions for the finance committee? Hearing none, 7.04 curriculum. Dr. Statler. Uh, we did not meet for the month of December, so there's no report. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. 7.05 DSBA board of directors, Mrs. Wright. Uh, there won't be a meeting till either January or February of 2021. Thank you, ma'am. 
7.06, DSBA legislative. So far, I have heard nothing, and I'm counting on the lovely Mrs. Troublefield to let me know when I have to do this. And I have yes, no idea when the next meeting is. Yes, sir. 7.07, .07, Mary Bailey Scholarship. Mr. Peden? Nothing to report. Okay, thank you, sir. 7.08, Special Education Task Force. Dr. Statler? No report, thank you. Yes, ma'am. 7.09, policy. Chief Collins? Uh, we did not meet this month. However, we do have one policy coming up for a second reading. That is the uh, JO student cumulative records policy. Um, basically, we've added the uh, attendance records, guardianship paperwork, and 504s to the uh, cumulative records. Um, we moved language referring to the ESEA and PPRA, changed that to the Family Educational Rights and Privacy Act, um, changed the word confidential to non-directing, and um, cleaned up the record as to who actually can the record can be disclosed to. will be that last page there you go and i would make a motion to approve as presented second motion made and seconded any further discussion all those in favor say aye aye, aye. aye. those opposed passes by unanimous vote anything further chief no sir 7.10 irea rep is uh, J.R. Emanuel able to speak this evening or a representative from the union? I'm going to open up the chat. I don't see Mr. Emanuel, but if anybody else uh, is representing him, go ahead and put your name in the chat. Wait a couple of seconds here. I do not see anyone, so I think we can probably proceed unless he's texted any of you. Okay, well, we can move forward. If they reach out via phone to someone, just let us know. We can go back to 7.10. Communications, 8.01, use of facilities requests. Yes, thank you. Uh, we received a use of facilities re request from Delmarva Christian School uh, for December 7th through February 26th. Um, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, 3.30 to 5.30. Uh, they have not started yet because we did not present this to the board, but uh, in conversations with the school, they would not interfere with any of our um, school-related operations or practices from Indian River or Sussex Central, and they had no issue with allowing Delmarva Christian to use the facilities with the, the appropriate rates. I'd like to move that we uh, support this. Motion second. made second. 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 Motion made second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passes by unanimous vote. Thank you. Uh, 9.01, Dr. Owens, superintendent's report. Yes, I did attach the full uh, report to your board docs, but I do want to highlight a couple things. Um, I did have the pleasure of uh, attending two recent state championship games. Uh, Indian River High School competed for uh, the Division II soccer state championship. Uh, they were successful, so we really uh, were pleased with, with Coach Kilby and his team's efforts and want to congratulate uh, Indian River High School and their community. Uh, and then this past weekend, I was able to attend uh, Sussex Central's uh, state championship, D1 state championship football game, where they were successful uh, in uh, defeating Middletown. So very, very um, um, great performance by that team. And we want to thank Coach Wells. And it's just, it's exciting. We've, we've worked hard this year to uh, try to maintain our athletics and, and other uh, after-school activities. And these teams have been dealt uh, a pretty heavy blow and uh, with the pandemic and trying to continue to operate. And so to see them through a state championship season is really remarkable. And to have two at the beginning of this school year is, is really unheard of. So we're extremely happy. And I was uh, proud to be part of, um, of, of watching those two events. So uh, a couple other things, um, JMC, I think we, we talked earlier about this. JMC had 
engaged in a lot of community partners um, and businesses to get a new playground that uh, will be accessible to our students with disabilities. So that was an exciting project that brought our community together. If you haven't had an opportunity to go by JMC and, and see that new facility, it's, it's really amazing. Um, again, I, the final couple highlights, um, participated in the programming committee meetings for Sussex Central High School. Those have been um, very successful and uh, well attended. And um, I do want to, uh, again, thank the staff for their commitment to the success of our district. And as I've been around visiting schools, uh, the teachers and staff have been really, um, really dedicated to ensuring our hybrid and remote instruction opportunities. So we're proud to have made it to this point in the school year and, and had two really robust uh, options for our, our families to engage. So I'm very pleased uh, with our progress so far. Uh, we I can report out that we have about 68% of our students still participating in our hybrid model and the remainder of the students are participating fully remote. So uh, we are monitoring those situations with uh, COVID-19 and we'll keep an eye on that as we move through the holiday season. So with that, uh, that's my update uh, for this evening, Mr. Layfield. Any questions for the superintendent and his report? Hearing none, moving on to the financial reports. 10.01, is there a motion to accept the regular invoices for the month ending in November? So moved. Motion made, is there a second? Second. All those in favor? Say aye. 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 Those opposed? Moving on, 10.02, financial summaries, ma'am. Good evening. The reports on board docs are as, new, as of November 30th, 2020. At that point, we were 42% of the way through the fiscal year. We have received 91% of our total budgeted revenue, spent 31% of total budgeted expenses. We've received 88.3% of discretionary revenue, and spent 40% of discretionary expenses. Howard Tienis has spent 39% of their budget and we've received 96% of budgeted local tax revenues. For part two, we received approximately $44,700 interest in November. The ILC programs have spent 44% of their budgets. The student activity funding balance is approximately 583,000. The CARES Act funding, we received back in July, our initial allotment of $2.3 million. We've encumbered 63,000 and have, five, have spent 517,000 with $1.7 million remaining. And we have um, received approval for the application of the balance of those funds. Um, so I would expect them shortly. We have $10. million in federal funds available as our federal funds were loaded. Um, and we are holding almost 1.1 million in donations and student funds and internal accounts. For major capital projects, there was no activity in November financially. Um, minor cap, we spent $3.2 million of the funds available to us and have a balance remaining of approximately 1.8 million. Um, our FY21 funds were received in November. That is it for the financial reports. Any questions on the financial summaries? Hearing none, we move forward. For the FY2021 give back plan, as I discussed earlier, um, the deadline is generally December 31st. I have been told that there will be a deadline extension for that. I have crafted a preliminary give back plan. However, um, we're still waiting on some final information on other things. So once we have that, I will bring that to the board for approval. Thank you. Any questions with the give back plan? Hearing none. Thank you, Ms. Smith. Uh, personnel agenda 11.01. Is there a motion to accept the personnel agenda for December the 21st? So moved. Motion made. Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? Motion made and seconded. All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Hearing none, passes by unanimous vote. 11.02, personnel addendum for December the 21st. Is there a motion to accept? 
So moved. So moved. Motion made, and there's a second. Any further discussion? All those in favor, say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passed by unanimous vote. 11.03, contractual agenda for December the 21st. Is there a motion to accept? So moved. So moved. Motion made, and I hear a second. Any further discussion? All those in favor, say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passed by unanimous vote. We come to the end of our uh, public session and we'll conclude the public session with public comments. Is there anyone that would like to provide public comment at this time? Again, we will open the chat. If you are interested in making a public comment, please place your name in the chat. We'll give it about a minute or two uh, for those that may want to have a comment. And again, public comment is 15 minutes and uh, three minutes per speaker. Charlie, can you confirm that you've opened up the chat, please? Yeah, chat's open. Give it another 30 seconds or so. Mr. Layfield, I do not see any one that's entered into the chat. Well, before we adjourn, I have a public comment I'd like to say. I'd like to echo your thoughts with Indian River and Coach Kilby state championship during this pandemic when we thought we may not even have sports at all to being able to approve it, get it approved through DIAA, approve it through the school districts and participate in it. That is a heck of an accomplishment. Uh, also, uh, kudos to coaches, uh, John Wells, Sussex Central with the football team. That, that's just awesome. Two out of three years. But I think what's most astonishing for anybody that follows Delaware athletics, our school has a very restrictive uh, choice policy. We're not choosing in the best soccer players from all over the state. We're not choosing in the best forward. We're not choosing in the best wrestler from other places. We are taking local students with the address within the district. And sometimes there's debate whether we can even choice a student from the southern end of the district to the northern end of the district, a vice versa Indian River Sussex Central student. So uh, I just think it's astonishing. If you really know Delaware athletics, you watch the teams that I know the football team played in the playoffs. Some of the best running backs for other schools were on teams we played outside their district. So that's just a, that's such a compliment for the coaches and the local tie-in. The Georgetown Millsboro area produced those football teams and the Indian River School Districts produced that soccer team down there. So that's just a uh, – that's a heck of an accomplishment. I, my hat's off to them. But again, anybody knows Delaware athletics, you're not winning state championships routinely by just your children in your district. They're recruiting a few good ball players, and that's not going on in this district. So we'll close out. Anything come forward to board before we adjourn? One quick message. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's to all. And let's pray that 2021 is a better year on a lot of different levels <laughs> than 2020. Amen. Merry Christmas. Meeting adjourned. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.